I am not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God for salvation to everyone who believes, to the Jew first, and also to the Greek. <laughs> Welcome once again to another episode of A Little Bit of This and A Little Bit of That, live from PA, and um, right here with my best friend, Stephanie Gonzalez, right here with our table um, doing this thing right now on our living room table, dining room table, better yet said. Um, and the beauty about this dining room table has a beautiful price for free. My wife is a frugal um, advent yard sale person who gets things for free. Or free stuff on the side of the road. Free stuff on the side of the road. Um, she obviously. It's not always a good thing, but. But I think this is phenomenal. Um, we, you know, I, I won't be a hundred percent real with y'all right now. Okay, good. I was hoping you would. Um, we were going on, I think at least probably like 15 minutes of recording and almost actually 30, almost 30. Yeah. And to find out that the stupid phone didn't record. It wasn't and recording. I'm a little caught in my feelings right now, ladies and gentlemen. Um, it was really good. We enjoyed it guys. Man, we had some good stuff sharing on our pug, sharing about life or whatever the case may be. Last time we actually did the podcast, we were um, talking. Yeah, we were separate. Yeah, um, Stephanie wasn't just feeling it. And my best friend from New York was helping me out. Shout out to my man, Chris Beniguez. You guys can catch him out. Um, his podcast called All Talks of Life. Um, with Chris Beniquez. Um, I think um, he's actually going to be doing another episode coming up this week. Um, so, yeah, check him out um, on iTunes. Um, um, what's the other stuff? Anchor. Google, Google Play. Play uh, Castbox. Castbox. I don't know. I don't know all of them. All Spotify. Things. All those fun things. Yep. <laughs> um, enough advertising. Your show, my brother. You got to pull in your own way. Um, <laughs> but anyway, um, shout out to my man. I love him a lot. Anyway, yeah. yeah go ahead, so go. we, yeah. And then we took kind of a week, right? This is like, this would be two weeks. So mm -hmm. we're an episode short just because what you were working a lot. The holiday seasons are coming up busy, right. super busy. Like, like I'm lonely busy because he's never home busy. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, just with everything else. So, yeah, we miss being on here. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. Um, so, yeah, um, today we um, definitely want to get back into track. Um, hopefully we could keep pumping more episodes out weekly, Lord willing, seeing how that looks like with our schedule and with, you know, holidays coming up. Speaking about holidays, for me, the greatest holiday of them all. Oh, gosh, I have to hear this every year. Thanksgiving is upon us, ladies and gentlemen. America, let me tell you something. I am so sick and tired of the rant, the abuse. And my wife is trying to, like, calm me down to get away from the mic because I think so I'm a little too close to the mic. Out. But anyway, I think America needs no. to... I think they need um, a wake-up call. Like, I'm so sick and tired of being sick and tired of seeing Thanksgiving getting disrespected, ladies and gentlemen. Here we go. Like... We go straight to Christmas. 
um, and, and this season. I, I, and there's nothing wrong with Christmas. Um, obviously, I, I'm a Christian. And I, I love the the meaning of Christmas. It's original meaning, not a jolly um, fellow with a sleigh. Even um, though a he bunch was a real deal, he was a real. He was deal. a real deal. He was a Christian, but. Um, just the, the portrayal of, of of Christmas nowadays. I just, you know, sometimes I feel like it's just too over commercialized. Um, you gotta give love, man. What love is due. Thanksgiving is a very amazing holiday for me. It touches my heart, and it's 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 the Super Bowl of all holidays for me, ladies and gentlemen. So I'm right now becoming an advocate for Thanksgiving right now, and I want I, I, I want right now. He's getting his turkey ready. Yep, I got yo. The turkey is upon us, ladies and gentlemen. America, the turkey is upon us right now. I'm defrosting this bad boy. Tuesday night, my plans is to marinate it so that it can be marinated for two nights in that fridge. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't play around with my turkey. Oh I gosh. regulate on that bad boy. Speaking of, usually for years we have done Thanksgiving and Jose and my brother Justin, Jay, whatever uh-huh. you want to call him, uh-huh. um, Always, it's like a what's that called? Called tradition. Tradition. Mm-hmm. Tra- yep. I can't say the it's word. It's a tradition. Yeah. That word. Um, they always season the turkey together. So um, this year, that won't happen. Um, my brother and his wife just had a baby, and things are a little different this year. But you're yeah. gonna have to. No, no, no. Adapt your son. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely gonna. My son Izzy. Shout out to my man's um, 11 year old preteen's gonna learn. Uh, what it is to cook in this kitchen and pass on the tradition of Thanksgiving. Um, and hopefully, Lord willing, this boy will be as passionate and zealous as I'm at about Thanksgiving. We need to make some Thanksgiving songs. I'm tired of just Christmas songs. Um, we need to give the same reverence and respect towards Thanksgiving. I, hey, listen, man. I, I, I'm right now my advocate for Thanksgiving right now. So for all y'all disrespectful people out there that are just overlooking Thanksgiving, you need to stop it. We could sing, but yeah. We're about to gobble this day up and receive the blessings the good Lord has made with us. So I'm a little confused. Is Thanksgiving about the good Lord or about your turkey? Because your message is a little confusing to me. Well, it's, it's both. Why can't it be both, man? Why can't it be both? Why can't it be both? I'm just playing. Fun fact, guys. Our dog, Winston, uh-huh. when we first got him, he was nine pounds. We've had him for two months, right? Right. He's now five months old. Went to his appointment on Friday to get his last shot. He's completely vaccinated. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Uh-huh. <coughs> Sorry. Choking on my own saliva. Uh, she don't got the Rona. <laughs> Allergies. You're next. Um... <laughs> And Winston now weighs more than our turkey that we'll be eating on Thursday. Mm. Correct? Yeah. Our turkey's what, 15 pounds? 15, yeah, almost 16 pounds. Winston's 18. He's 18, and he has been our buffeter this week. Is that what you call it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> our character? Yeah, he he's is... been buffeting us. He's been, he's, the Lord's been oh, yeah. using him to sanctify us um, in our sanctification. Right now he's laying on the couch. Now all of a sudden he decides to behave all day to day. He's been really wreaking havoc in this house. Um, running around. If it's not chewing on something, he's messing around with the cat. If he's not messing around with the cat. He's eating my makeup brushes. Yeah. He's biting Israel. And then he runs from us. And then he thinks he's cute. And then he stunk. So he needed a bath. He yeah. stinks. I don't know why he smells so bad. 
I think because he's fat and he sweats. I think it's the sin <laughs> that um that that he's you know manifesting is starting to be, become a stench. Shut up. Um, it's a reminder. It is a reminder that we need to repent. Yeah, day. especially that dog. He's a sinner. He is an unredeemable soul. Sinner. <laughs> this little sinning dog. But on a good note. I would say pugs are amazing. He has been pretty amazing for yeah. us. Um, yeah. Great family dog, especially we live in an apartment right now. I wouldn't complain. We had a dog years ago, and she was tiny, and it was horrible. Um, but he's getting the potty training down. He loves the kids. He loves other animals. He loves the cat. The cat just don't love him. Um, so, yeah, I mean... He's a puppy, so just as much as a baby goes through something when it's teething, so do puppies, I guess. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's going through his stages, man. And, um, definitely, as owners, man, it takes patience. Um, staying on the topic of the dog, my wife, <clears throat> excuse me. Do you need water? Just got me. No, nah, I'm good. I'm good. Um, she just got the dog a sweater at her job. She works at a, a second hand thrift stop, um, sh- shop. Stop, shop, stop, shop, stop, stop. It's called Second Street. Yeah. Shout out, yeah. But anyway, this sweater, this dog rocking that sweater, this dude looks like little Freddy Krueger. This sweater, yo, I'm telling y'all. I'm tired of hearing this. We've been talking about um, um, setting up a a page for the podcast. That sweater, ladies and gentlemen, America, let me tell you something, America. We are going <laughs> to take a picture of this sweater. And in fact, we want your opinion. Does the, this the pug dog... in the sweater. Wait, the pug with the sweater. Does this dog look like Little Kruger? No. It looks like Nightmare on Hill Street. <laughs> Shut up. I got, I got complaints already from the neighbors. <laughs> um, this kid, this dog got the claws down packed like Freddy did. Doesn't. This dog got the, the deformed face, the smushed face like Freddy had. Stop talking. His face is beautiful. Um, <laughs> all he needs is the hat. America, let me tell you something. It's a nightmare on Hill Street. Shut it's up. It's no jokes, man. This dude looks like Freddy Krueger, y'all. He on a leash. He looks so cute. He's so cute. Oh, I'm telling you. <laughs> he doesn't really. This is his first clothes. Like, he does, we don't dress. I'm not really a person that dresses my dog. Like, I dress my cat when my cat needs to. Like, it's weird. We put a onesie on Papa, and he calms, and he seems more affectionate. Right. Right. Yeah. Papa has a onesie that says, "I still live with my parents." We have a photo of that. That's pretty funny. Um, and he does okay. But dogs, I find it's more tedious and complicated but it's getting cold and winston hasn't lived in the winter yet so mm. i put the sweater on him to go for a walk yeah um winston is uh one that loves to practice nudity <laughs> and um <laughs> Steph- shut up you're Steph- you're ridiculous <laughs> stephanie is trying to get him and his sanctification going on so please pray for that america say something but they will probably yell at me so bad yeah, no, I'm let, gonna let, tame my let's keep this PG <laughs> I, I feel like <laughs> you should never open your mouth with me <laughs> yeah I know there's no filter here yeah stop like let's just stop for the for we gotta we gotta keep it church yeah okay, okay. God, God <laughs> church created anyways yeah, that's a uh, whole nother topic yeah oh, we, we, we will be talking about that America 
we're gonna be talking about that word yeah i'm not you know sex Ooh, you, ooh I mean, we're gonna be talking about that in the biblical worldview in the future mm. we're gonna be that means talking. i'm gonna be able to sing my song we're gonna be talking no we're gonna be let's talk-, talk about sex baby let's talk about you and a, me. we're gonna lose our viewers ladies and gentlemen Why? Um, it's a beautiful thing in marriage y'all um i'm not from the south i don't know why i'm talking like that yeah i know it good, just went gosh it flowed yeah and okay yeah <laughs> you're too close to the mic people's, we're trying to learn how close our mouths need to be to the mic to like be conscientious 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 there you go pun tied mm-hmm. yep. of people who are listening in their car i listened and i was like whoa that's a little doot, doot, doot. so we're learning yeah we got sound effects ladies and gentlemen over here but um today you're funny tonight <laughs> you're funny jose's funny <laughs> He likes to play people tonight. But let's keep this. I guess under focus, you're right? You're cute. Oh, thank you, love. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, let's keep this tonight on where we felt. You know, we we spoke about it, and a lot of times, you know, on our show, it's a spontaneous thing. But we always want, yeah, for sure. It was. It was after knowing that we didn't record it for like 15, almost 20 minutes. We, are we, still we thought recording? we were recording and we still, are we still on. Yes, we are. Um, <laughs> it, it, yeah, we were talking about the Romans Road. And the Romans Road is a, it's a method that has been around for a while. Um, um, it's a simple form that you can share the gospel biblically. Allowing the Bible to interpret itself um, to get the original meaning of the gospel. We open up tonight with Romans 116. For I am not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God towards salvation, both for the Jew and then also for the Greek. Um, right. It's the message that is never going to change, the greatest message of all time. Um, right. And I believe as Christians, we cannot stray away from that message. So, um, so I, why do you keep talking about it all the time? That's a good question, right? Ooh, that's a very good question. Um, because in this channel, I think it's very important. And not just this channel, this podcast, but I think in, in church here in America, we need to come back into the reality of the message of the gospel. Um, it's a very crazy thing to think that our young children in this day and age cannot, if you ask them, what is the gospel? You're going to hear five, 10 different messages. They can't articulate it. Right. And And not saying that people, when you share the gospel, it has to be word for word. Right. But there is a... Okay, the way I like to look at it, and I kind of, like, just learned, and I think this is correct, so if I'm off on a bunny trail, bring me back in, mm-hmm. is is when we read a book, right? I love to read books. Yeah. Like, I'm a big fan of Francine Rivers. I don't know. That's, that's fiction. Fiction. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and when I'm reading that book, I'm understanding the context, the whole story, the liter... How do you say that word? The Lit- literature. The Literary. literature yeah. of the book. So I can't pull something outside of that story because that doesn't make sense or if I read the next chapter and it's completely taken from another book I'm gonna be like what happened so I feel like when we come to the gospel and we articulate it there's that main area of literature 
way we articulate it that is in focus, center, um, and um, people get the point to that main story, main purpose, main meaning. It's not outside of that, if that makes sense. That's rich, yeah. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. I mean, literature is amazing. If you just look up the definition of what literature is, you'll understand. That's a whole other thing. So, no, but no, it's good that you, you emphasize on literature because, like, look, listen, let's understand one thing and one thing alone. Let's think about this just for a moment and take this into consideration. The God of the universe right. who created something out of nothing, the term is called ex nihilio, okay, and it's Latin um, for speaking things into existence. Then creation, he made something out of nothing, okay? Correct. Think about that God, okay, just for a moment. So great, so big so amazing as my phone is ringing in the background this phone needs to knock it off we rebuke the phone no i'm not gonna rebuke lewis i'm just gonna rebuke the phone <laughs> shout out yo lou no, no, <laughs> look you hear my podcast i didn't rebuke you g <laughs> i was just rebuking the call not you <laughs> i'm gonna call you back g anyway um <laughs> wow wow what we're looking at, though, is that that God of the universe, bringing it back, come on, come on, let's bring it back. Yes. The God of the universe decides to reveal himself to his people, his children, through a book. Let's, let's just pause there for a moment, okay? Through a book. Bless you. Come on, come on. Oh, somebody got to pray for you, sister. No, she don't got the Rona. She don't got the Rona. It's my allergy. Um, it's the truth of the, uh, of the matter is, is that God decides to, in his sovereign will, in his sovereign decision, to reveal himself to us through a book. Now, let's understand that in, in, in literature, there are things that we need to realize. There's a narrative. Yeah. What is the main narrative of the Bible? And right? if you change that narrative, then you're not in the mm. same story if you're reading a regular book. Right. Outside of the Bible. It doesn't make sense. Right. Like, honestly. Right. It doesn't make sense. Right. And 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 the, the beauty about the book is that he gives us also the author. Yeah. He's indwelt within us. He lives with us, the Holy Spirit of God. So that's a key to to mm-hmm. to teach us. For sure. He's a teacher. For sure. So we as Christians we cannot neglect the importance of the original message of the gospel and its literary narrative centered around the person of Jesus Christ and what he does, right? And we cannot substitute that message, okay, for a message that is watered down, that has nothing to do with the gospel and promotes man. Okay. Or, or it's very like um, where you have to do a lot. In essence, it's it's not. Yeah, I don't even know how to explain it. But just sometimes when you hear people express it, you just feel sad because it's so far off. Mm-hmm. It's so far off. And then when you hear them express it, and it's so far off, then it makes you think these people are like committed. They're committed. They're active in a church. They're committed. They, you know what I mean? Even us, like, you know, before, like, our journey, we were committed to certain things, and, like, we didn't understand the gospel. And, like, for me, I feel like that's a scary place. But I guess to emphasize on the question in the beginning I asked you is why we feel the gospel and we talk about the gospel um, is important on here is not just for 
unbelievers that may be listening, mm-hmm. um, but also important for the believers mm-hmm. because um, every time you hear the gospel and Paul references the gospel in the Bible, it talks about it being the power of God unto salvation. Right. Or, you know, I preach Christ crucified. You know, there's a power behind it because yeah. the gospel is the power to save. It is what transforms us. It is what brings us the conviction right. and the Holy Spirit, what he convicts us of sin, righteousness, of judgment. None of that happens. Right. You can't just come to Jesus and be like, oh, blah, 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 if you don't know why you're coming to Jesus. You have to realize you are so far off, hmm. right? That you are so far off that you need Jesus' saving grace. That's, yeah, and, and, you know, and that's amazing because let, let us... No, 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 no. We're staying there. We're staying there. Let us let us segue to what what in this road. The, the title of this podcast um, is going to be The Road Less Traveled. And the reason why it's less traveled is we're seeing the American church, um, also a church in the, around the nations, export a prosperity gospel export a word of faith gospel out because it's popular it's a lot more catchy right or any other form of gospel which there is no other gospel there's only one like right. paul says in galatians chapter three right but nonetheless like what you're talking about like we are so in need we're 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 so far off right let's go to this road less traveled okay um the romans road and right now you're in the book of romans right i am and um you're seeing as you're as you're and i believe you're in the third chapter i finished the third chapter i have to go to the fourth chapter okay so uh, you're, you're seeing right throughout your reading right now how it is like setting the stage right right as you're seeing from one to two to three mm-hmm. you're starting to see that paul he does a phenomenal job one of the greatest theologians if not the greatest theologian of all time he sets the stage yeah to 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 allow us to understand the main purpose of this message that has been bestowed upon him not only that but who we are as humanity right like the sad brokenness mm-hmm. of who we are as as humanity mm-hmm. even in jesus like why we need to daily repent, if that makes sense. I mean, that's a whole other thing we could get into. Right. I'm not saying, like, in Jesus, we're horrible. That's not what I'm saying. No. But, um, yeah, and just to emphasize to what you said before, you said the church, but I think this also is important and goes deeper because, yeah, the church, we congregate, and it's important, but also homes, parents. We have been ordained to care and teach our children the Word of God properly for then when they leave the home. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? That they will love the Lord God with all their heart, mind, body, and soul. Well, if they have the true gospel, you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. That is what yeah. is going to cut them in heart. So so just also calling your parents to question yourself. Does my child know the gospel? You went through that journey with Israel. And, yeah. and, and do I know the gospel? I mean, mm. we're, we've been saved for 13 years. And what, these last two to three years, we have really been taught yeah. the gospel, no. the true gospel that's and that's so good that's Um, a whole nother story that i mean yeah and that's so good because we got to remember that as believers um we're we're always taught that there is a message that saves and um that message um doesn't um it it, it has nothing to do with the uh, with me it doesn't have nothing to do with my works it has nothing to do with how much a good father husband worker i am it should transform me don't get it twisted but 
this message has a lot to do with a holy God confronting a sinful race, the human race. Okay, let's go now. Okay, okay. Giving an answer, a solution. Right. Right. Yeah. He's not only confronting your sin and be like, "That's it." You're damned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He like paved the way, like mm-hmm. gave you a solution. Right. You know, rushes you in, and and then you know like it is finished. Like just yeah, uh, just go. No, yeah. So um, <laughs> let, let let let's talk about the good news. But before getting into good the good news, yes. we need to understand that's correct and understand the bad news, right? So you know, bad news is good. Bad news leads to the good, right? And it will. Well, and this is how. I feel like bad news is good because when I was reading Romans and I saw the bad, I was like, "What are you looking at?" No, no, bad. I was like, "Woe is me!" Like, this is crazy. So yeah, that's my thought on the bad news. Bad news is good because it leads us to repentance in essence. Right. It allows us to evaluate our hearts. Romans three twenty three. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. We all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Translate. I don't like that translation. Say fall short. We fall short. We come short. I'm a translation snob. I'm sorry. Right. The ESV <laughs> is the supreme. I don't. I'm really. Okay. I don't. I have ESV. I just came from a C. Christian CSB. standard, yeah. but I now have an ESB, but yeah, i very picky about translations. Right. Sorry. So we are looking at sin, and the definition of sin is missing the mark, right? Okay. It's missing the mark, okay? It's missing the mark of the original design. Is that the biblical definition? Mm-hmm. You're missing the mark. Sin is missing the mark. We know that in creation, God created man in his image, okay, as image bearers. And he bestowed upon us, okay, um, both man and woman, he bestowed upon them with a responsibility. Um, It was perfect. It was good. God saw that when he created man and woman and all creation, it was good. But in our sensual, right, falling into our sensual desires as the serpent, right, um, um, the first fact, check, fact checker of all time. Um, I know a lot of times <laughs> on Facebook we're, we're seeing fact checks about the presidents uh, and all that. The first fact, check, fact checker of all time was the serpent. And he said, did God really say if you eat the, of that fruit, you shall surely die? as questioning the word of God. And as we see, the enemy's um, oldest move is questioning the authoritative word of God. Correct. Right? He had the woman thinking, did God really say, I mean, man, this thing looks good to eat. This thing looks good for the mouth. This thing, And she was relying on her senses, right? And what seemed right to a man, Proverbs 16, okay? Instead of trusting the authoritative word of God, she... And, and Adam Adam falls, right? And sin is brought into the world by Adam falling short. Now, right. preacher man, what, what, what does that have to do with me? I didn't do it. Well, I think also something to talk about is when the serpent deceived her or whatever, in essence. He did, but she did confess there that, yeah, 
if we eat of this tree, we will surely die. And he said, surely you will not die if you eat of this, but you will become knowing like God, good and evil. Now, in that decision for Eve to decide to eat the fruit, it was out of pride. She wanted, it was a desire she was following that she wanted to be like, his word wasn't good enough. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Right. And time and time again, we come to that often. Right. Whether you're saved or whether you're not saved. Right. Right? Like there's something insufficient or it's not enough. So I have to act on my own will. The right. curiosity. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, mm -hmm. I just want to emphasize oh, that. That's good. Yeah. Um, but a lot of people will say, man, that was Adam and Eve. That wasn't me. Well, sure it was you. Because sin entered through Adam. It now falls over us. It blanketed our heart. Now we all come into this world as in the image or in that nature of Adam, that, that, that nature. It's fallen. And it's fallen. It's fallen short. Se separated from God. We're, we're born right. we're completely separated from God. So in the Garden of Eden, they walked with God. They lived with God. They tended the garden. He walked in the breeze of the garden, it says. And then when they made that choice mm -hmm. on their own, they were completely separated from God. So that's why when we are born, we are born into sin because we are completely separated from God, fallen. Mm -hmm. Is so, that right? No, yeah, for sure. I mean, that's the way I for process sure. it. Oops, so, so we see sin, right, entering through Adam, right? Yes. Falling into the world. Now humanity, right, is in sin. Now all of a sudden there's something that um, presents a problem to the human race, sin. And why does sin present a problem to the human race? Well, because in Romans chapter 6, verse 23, it says, For the wages of sin is death. Okay? So let us understand this just for a moment before we keep going on. And I love looking at the word verse by verse. And not just pigeonholing one verse, but really dissecting the word of God verse by verse by verse. Because it gives us an understanding, okay? of what the author okay um is conveying inspired by the holy spirit to the congregation right it's articulated allowing us to understand certain things we receive okay because of sin right the wages of sin is death so let's say for instance right you pay me to work in your yard right to do yard work i'm expecting a wage right at the end of the day you telling me i'm gonna pay you Right? I'm expecting some form of wage, right? $20 doing yard work or whatever you tell me the wage and I'm, I'm, I'm doing it. Right. Think about this though. The wage of your sin, whether it be an immoral lifestyle, whether it be a little white lie, you can justify it as much as you want, but the Bible confronts that sin and allows you to understand without having a hope or faith in Christ Jesus. Now listen to this. Your wage because of living that lifestyle is death. Right. So let's just pause here for a moment because a lot of people, right, whether it be Christians, feel uncomfortable about how confrontational the Bible is. Okay. The the confrontational words of a holy God to a unholy human race that falls short of God's glory. Right. right. It's very uncomfortable to articulate this message, right? Mm -hmm. Right? Because Oh, you guys sound so judgmental. I mean, that sounds judging, huh? Like, 
I, I think you should establish a relationship before you share a message such as this. Right. But right. I can't, like, if I were to meet you and tell you my name is Stephanie, and because my name offends you, that doesn't mean I change my name. It's truth. That's my name. Mm-hmm. So whether you know me or not, mm-hmm. and I'm telling you, or you're just listening to this, this is truth. Mm-hmm. I can't change it into what it's not, if right. that makes sense. Right. Like, it is what it is, no matter if somebody changes it for you. That, mm-hmm. in the end... Because we love you, we want you to know truth. Right. Um, and I think it's a beautiful thing when we can be humbled and realize whether you, whoever's listening is saved or not saved, we can real realize that us as humans, we all mess up. Mm. Right? Yeah. Like, we all have things we either struggle with or we do to people or attitudes or have done. Um, and it's easy to bury but how freeing it is when you come to realize and accept mm-hmm. and then there's a need there's a need right yeah there's a great need um you know what i love about romans 6 23 is this is that it tells you for the wages of sin is death but it doesn't stop there because if, if it stops there man we are damned like you said earlier right for the wages right. of sin is death but i love that thank the lord for the but right the gift of god is eternal life through jesus christ our lord now get this now yeah i shared you bad news it might have sound judgmental it might have sound um a lot of people say bigoted but the truth will always remain the truth and it will not change because of the culture of our day and we need to get this as christians we've been so taught by a modern evangelical message of acceptance is love acceptance isn't love are you truly going to accept the fact that the person that congregates in your church that's living a double life you're going to accept that and you're going to accept them to be eternally damned when you have a message of hope that can bring forth conviction if that's the lord's will Right <laughs> to convict of sin, righteousness, and judgment. Right, and perhaps if it's God's will, that person be saved. Right. Would would, would you withhold that person that message? Is that loving? I don't think that's loving. And, and but but for so long we're we're being taught that oh you know Jesus Jesus wouldn't share it like that or or. You know, Jesus was um, accepting. He loved the prostitutes. Right, the love part. He loved the tax collectors. And I think that's why, I guess, the question I would present to you also to kind of emphasize in is the importance of understanding uh, the gospel that people are preaching to you. Um, Like, when people preach the gospel, it could be easy to focus on one thing. You get what I'm saying? Instead of the whole attributes mm-hmm. is that how you say the whole attributes of god or uh when we just focus the gospel on one persons of the trinity instead of all three yeah. persons yeah. of the trinity yeah that they're very scarce they ha- it has to involve all three and all attributes so god is loving he's also consuming fire uh it's father son and holy spirit yeah, you can't good. have the gospel just on the holy spirit or just on jesus or just on god and you can't have the gospel on just love yeah. It doesn't. I mean, you can articulate no. yeah. more in that if you want, but 
um, that's something I'm noticing when I talk with people and they try to express the gospel. Uh, it's just not clicking, right? I guess. Yeah. And look, listen, it can sound like uh, as you're hearing this, that, man, you guys are just being a little too like, you, you want people to really articulate all that in one sitting. Well, with time, most likely you might not be able to articulate that, but you understand as we're sharing this method, there's many methods, but one message that at least you're giving, right? And your testimony, because like, yes, the the intellect is, is definitely needed, but also in your testimony, as you're living the gospel out in your conviction, right? To the message, you're, 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 you're you're able to articulate that in a accurate way. Okay. Right. So I think you explained it very well. Um, I don't need to expound on what you shared. And I think though, for you to emphasize what we're doing here is mm -hmm. we're expounding. So when right. you're meeting with somebody, obviously we're not saying it takes you a whole hour to express right. the gospel. Right. But what we're doing is we're pulling it apart so yeah. people can understand. So I just want you to, cause you just said. Right, which in our era with watching three minutes of uh, of a video on YouTube or Facebook like we've we, we are we've been dumbed down to be able to expound anymore like to listen to a podcast that's so like a microwave right that's an hour <laughs> yeah another sound effect um, um, <laughs> it, it, it's hard for us to 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 like sit down through a sitting or an hour to expound in our faith and to our and to realize do we believe what we're preaching or do we even know because we we're, we're not sitting down and, and and really blending verse by verse right. to see right like that reminds me of a mary and martha i always get them confused who was the one sitting at jesus mary was sitting at his feet martha was serving serving and yeah. jesus says that mary chose the better way right and, and i and i always thought about that like because i'm the other one boo, boo go 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 but I feel like when you grab hold of this truth, yeah. Jesus says, what does he say to the Samaritan woman? Um, I am the well. You, uh, you will never thirst again, right? right. But the right. water I give them, they will never thirst again. And when right. you get a hold of the truth of the gospel, the entirety, it's like, mm. oh my goodness. I can, I could just sit and sit mm. and sit and like. Yeah. I mean, we shared before, like, there were days when I would wake up and just to get out of bed, Jose would have to preach the gospel to me. I mean, that was the hope. Right. So I feel like, yeah. Mm. That's good stuff. Yeah. yeah. Like, so, you know, as we're sharing this, we're, we're thinking constructively of what the Lord desires for his church. Correct. Like, how are we to sit at his feet? And receive the truth that yes the wages of sin is death but the gift of God is eternal life through his son Jesus Christ our Lord right like man let's just just really sit in that and just think which is good to remember that we deserve to die mm -hmm. we all deserve yeah hell right honestly right like living on a like to use these terms but living in america mm -hmm. right or where we can do anything we can go online in a snap of a finger we can get whatever we want at hand's reach mm -hmm. and it makes us feel good or it makes us but at the end of the day we have to answer you get what i'm saying right. and 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 we all yeah i don't know that's just a thought just 
Yeah, and and no, it's good stuff. Sorry. No, it's good stuff. And when you start to realize, well, what is sin? You know, the Lord has given us through His Word His holy requirements, and He's shown us that we cannot fulfill them on our own. Correct. Thus, He sent His Son Jesus Christ, born of a virgin, right, mm-hmm. to live the life we couldn't, right, um, fulfill the law we couldn't, and die the death we deserved. It says in Isaiah, it pleased the Father to crush the Son. Correct. Right? And for His name's sake, His glory, He sends Jesus Christ, the God-man, not uh, just God or just man. No, He's the God-man, the hypostatic union. We look at Jesus Christ, the god Man, and for, for for us to understand uh, that theological term, yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, what if people don't know what that let's means? Let's bring down the cookies <laughs> down. That's not, uh, not mine. It's Costi Hin. <laughs> Shout out to my man Costi Hin. Um, is you, you, the hypostatic union is Jesus Christ, the God Man? Okay, doing everything as God, doing everything as a man. The miracles as the God Man. Okay, um, in the flesh as a man as God. He never sinned. He was without sin. Never sinned. Without sin. He dies as God. He dies as man. He okay. suffered, though. He, he suffered, suffered. And it says he was a man of many sorrows. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. He couldn't do any of those things. Just being a man. Just being a man. Or just being God. He was both God and man. And that's why Jesus is so unique and amazing. Right? That's why he's greater than Moses. That's true. That's and, why and, he's and greater than Aaron. And it also helps us put us in our place of who we are. Right. If right. that makes sense. Who we are in the gospel story. Right. I mean, I just want to say that. Yeah. So the beauty about this is, is that this Jesus Christ of Nazareth dies, okay, and offers through his life an eternal gift. Right. Eternal so, life with him. So anybody who's listening, whatever stage you're at now whatever sin that you're struggling with now sin that you have may, may have committed and that is is hidden and 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 just thoughts and whatever that he took the sin of the world upon the cross and he shed his blood and he was separated from the father on that cross could you imagine being separated from the father like yeah go ahead sorry no so um you know so as we continue on this road um, we now go to Romans 5, 8, as we see how God demonstrates his love for us, his enemies. Now, as we're looking at this constructively, okay, mm-hmm. if you're not saved by faith in Christ and Christ alone, justified by him alone, by right. grace alone, right. listener, if you're listening, I'm not judging you, but in love, I'm sharing with you, you are an enemy of God. That's what the Bible teaches in its original message. And we're speaking from experience. We were enemies of God. Right. And we still and we still fall short. We still fall short. Right? Um, we just acknowledge that we need mm-hmm. a Savior. Right. And we're sons and daughters and by His sinners. grace. We're sinners. That our sin bleh, no. was ever before us. <laughs> no. That's a lot of things we just threw at you right now. So um, just to simplify it and it's iron it up. It's to simplify. No. No. But as we iron it up. Okay, go. We are his enemies by our original nature. Okay? So, in this, in, in walking in sin, diving in sin, 
laying down with sin, eating with sin. You are an enemy of God. Ephesians chapter 2 says we are children of wrath, okay? But as we read Romans 5, 8, it says, but God commends his love towards us. He gives his love towards us in that while we were yet sinners, enemies of God, okay? Christ died for us. That's some beautiful hope. For a moment there, let's just realize that, okay, in any movie, let's just say for instance, any movie, think about the good guy, bad guy. When was the last time you saw a movie where the good guy dies for the bad guy? Think about that, right? It's always a struggle of power between the forces of good and the forces of evil, right? We see that the good guy has to um, um, banish the bad guy from the from the narrative. I guess. I'm not into this whole action stuff. It drives me crazy. <laughs> but no. I like girl movies. Yeah, but what no. chick flicks? <laughs> but, right. but, but what we see... I mean, I can think of, of my own self. I mean, I can think of the nights when I was completely intoxicated and was committing horrible sins. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And yet, like, from, there, from that verse, there's a quote, and it says, um, He loved me in my darkest... And in that moment, he had a right to end my life. And he could have with the things I was doing. But he loved me. Jesus' blood was strong enough that he had mercy on me still. And he drew, he drew, his Holy Spirit started to draw me in during those seasons of life. And I didn't deserve it. That's good. Um, but yeah, but I knew I started to feel the weight of my sin. Mm. The weight of my sin. Yes. That is, and that's good. I love how you shared that. You felt the weight of your sin. But the beauty about that is that you don't find you don't feel that weight on your own. No. The Bible teaches us, and is a theological term called regeneration, where now the Holy Spirit of God is bringing forth this conviction of the way that you're living. And listeners, as you're hearing this right now, I want you to understand that you cannot come to a saving salvation through Jesus Christ on your own. If you're trying to logically understand this, on your own you will fall flat on your face a hundred percent of the time right the holy spirit of god works a supernatural miracle in your life because this sounds foolish to a lot to many okay but the holy spirit is the only one that can awaken the truth of living a sinful life the righteousness that god is offering you he's living he's offering you a right standing with god correct where god's wrath doesn't come for your head okay through jesus christ the wrath has been taken care of if you put your faith in it so we go from a place of deserving death deserving hell and then to this place of where we acknowledge the son that gave his life and shed his blood on the cross to where now we are exempt from the wrath of god and hell and jesus had took that upon himself and now we freely receive salvation to be in relationship with god and jesus and the spirit and his word right and being at peace um, with that and I think to emphasize what you're saying the father draws the father draws yes. us and and that's something I experienced you know before we came to the Lord right yeah. I I just went and bought a worship CD one time and I played it in the room and Jose comes from a Christian home I don't and I would play this and I had no clue they were singing about a God but I didn't understand I knew Jesus died on a cross but I was like that's stupid why did it happen I didn't understand no one I wasn't raised so 
uh, and Jose would close the door and like turn that music off. Um, there was a brawling. There was many things that were leading up to the time when me and I feel like a lot of them had to do with me at first, and then all of a sudden God pointed His finger at you in essence, where you knew yeah. because you came yeah. from truth. If that makes sense. Beautiful. It, it, it's just so beautiful just to like reflect on how God saved us. And not because we're better or we're exclusive or whatever the case may be. No, but what it is is that we weren't even looking for God, right? God, in his love, first loved us. Mm-hmm. And while we were yet sinners, while we were in immorality, while we um, were living a lifestyle that was completely offensive towards a holy God, enemies towards him deserving hell deserving his wrath and even more because you knew the truth for sure god sent his only son to die the death i deserved my wife deserved god's love towards us in that while we were yet sinners not able to do anything for ourselves not able not, not not being saved while we were yet in that condition look at this look how merciful he is and look how gracious is he is. Grace is a gift that you don't earn. It's given to you. Freely given. Freely given. He, while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. That is some beautiful good news. Yeah, that's good. Okay? But now, with everything I shared, there has to be a response. Okay? A response, once again, that is not mustered up by emotion or by your work. It's a powerful, supernatural awakening within you as we share this powerful message to you if you're hearing right now if you are a believer that never heard this or if you are one that is not saved by faith in christ jesus my hope for anyone that's listening whether you're on one side or the other in love yeah i'm sharing this in love may god's grace be poured upon you as you hear the message of the gospel and that this conviction will lead to a holy response towards you. Right, yeah. Can I read this first quick? It's in Romans, but this is Romans 4, verse 7 and 8. It says, Blessed are those whose lawless acts are forgiven and whose sins are covered. Blessed is the person the Lord will never charge with sin. Hmm. And I believe in Romans it also speaks about in that all who call on the name of the Lord, mm-hmm. right, shall be saved. There's a... Yes could you compare that to i mean nothing can compare to compare i think there's nothing comparable mm-hmm. but other than when you know you're wrong and you mess up and the term a lot of people when you hit rock bottom mm-hmm. <laughs> should i say um and you're in that desperate place mm-hmm. and i would say there's no i mean we come from where you would be led in a specific prayer blah 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 all that and i'm not negating that mm-hmm. but um yeah to where you really come and you just call out to god and jesus and yeah so good that's so rich to conclude the romans road we turn to romans 10 9 to 10 that if you will confess with your mouth that the lord jesus uh, uh, that um do you the, like that translation the lord jesus and should believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead 
you shall be saved. For with the heart man believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Right. Can I read that in the scripture really quick? It says, um, <clears throat> it says, if you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. One believes with the heart resulting in righteousness and one, and one confesses with the mouth resulting in salvation. I like the word resulting. Right. That's more. Right. And we see here that the response comes from a sinner, whether you're a man or you're a woman. The Lord looks at you as one that needs his son. Look at his mercy and his love. He didn't treat you the way you deserved. Think about this, y'all. The only thing that separates the world religions is called grace. God. That's what makes Christianity unique. Different. And different. It confronts you, yes, that you're a sinner. And for many, confrontation in this day and age is not popular. But there's grace not to sin and continue in your debauchery, but to fall and turn away from that and come towards Jesus. Our heart tonight is that as you hear this episode, that if you're a Christian, you will gain confidence to say, you know what? Let me really think about my ideas towards the gospel message. Have I trusted it as as the message that I am to articulate daily. The cornerstone of our faith. Right. It, because if it's anything else, like let's say for instance, right? If prosperity or living to be a better husband, a, a better father, or to live for signs and wonders and miracles, if that is the main emphasis of Christianity for you, my friend, I will humbly tell you that you need to redirect yourself and your perspective to God's perspective. That is not the main focal point. Right. If eschatology is the focal point for you, that is not the gospel. I mean, they're they're benefit. I don't know if the word benefits is right. I mean, but they're things that come. No, it's a part. part you know, right. A but part. it's not the it's not the cornerstone. Mm-hmm. It's not. I mean, preach the gospel to somebody. You'll see. I mean, it just makes me think of when they say, "What Jesus is the cornerstone, the stumbling block." Like, mm-hmm. I mean, really, the gospel is is confrontational right um and just encourage is is if if who's listening didn't know the lord and they feel that like um they want to know jesus and they want to um and you made that stuff step reach out it's not you did that and you're on your own or even you know there's us you know contact us um there's churches that are around that we can refer you to where you can learn the word and grow and and also believers i challenge you my challenge for you is to preach the gospel to yourself every morning and do it for 10 days and see if there's a transformation if there's a joy in your step a spark in your you know there's just a refresh i don't even know how to explain it Mm -hmm. but yeah it's exciting amen and i think that's yeah cool and just to top that off i hope everyone has a wonderful holiday that they're safe and um that um they enjoy their time and the one thing i wanted to share that you kind of hit on earlier about thanksgiving um was we were at uh, a church we were at church today and i had read this testimony and uh, the lady shared that the Lord was really impressing on her heart to be thankful. And she realized out of all of her life of praying, 
being thankful. Thankfulness was one thing that was absent. And how, when I read that, that was just such a good reminder. Being thankful. You know what I mean? And, 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 and um, it says, and everything give thanks. For this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus, which is 1 Thessalonians 5.18. And then um, in Colossians 3.16, it says, Let the word of Christ dwell richly in you, singing with thankfulness in your hearts to God. I mean, there is a joy. There is a fountain of life, a source of hope. Um, and I just, yeah, hope that everyone can experience that this season and that we would all pause and take a moment and thank our Lord Jesus Christ for giving his life for us, but for the life he's given us. That's some good stuff, baby. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, that's some good stuff. No, um, listen, yeah, please um, pray for us as we continue to walk in this journey. Yeah. Um, we don't know what where it will lead to. We do know that it it is a blessing. Um, help us out though. Um, on on Apple, um, if you're listening in on iTunes, wherever you're listening. Comments, ideas. We yeah. do want to hit some topics that are. Yeah. Share. Um, share. Um, like. Subscribe. <clears throat> um, help us out to get this message. Um, I think tonight obviously was a, a a message where many people whether you are a christian and what the whether denomination you fall or you line on you know for sure that this can benefit somebody in your facebook page if it's just one don't you think it's just worth to share um and i'm not trying to like guilt you to like subscribe to us share whatever the case may be no but listen to the content um think critically think if this is something worth sharing open your bible and read it open your Bible and read it and see if it aligns with the word of God seriously for sure no yeah um and yeah we would we would really appreciate that we did go a little longer <laughs> than we wanted that's okay um listen yeah um please pray for us as well because we have future shows that we're gonna um we're, we're thinking about um bringing forth like you know we just shared a little bit earlier like sex um you know I was talking to some sisters um, last Sunday in church, and they gave me some really good feedback about gaming, about what video games do to the mind as you're engaging in right. that. I'm a gamer. Mm-hmm. So, um, parenting. Parenting. Loss. Loss. Um, so, yeah, there's some topics that we definitely need God's grace to probably be able to get through, right. I think, for us personally. But, right, yeah. for sure, for sure. So, um, shout outs. You don't, I don't know, know what a shout out, man. Shout outs. I'm not a shout out person. Shout out to my um cousin Lou. I love you, man. That's um, weird. Nothing but love to you, bro. Um, for 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 y'all, please pray for my cousin Louis Gonzalez. Um, I love that that man. He's that's my boy. That's 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 my brother. Um, pray um for him. Just pray um at time right now. Um, you know. Just the season, holidays, family. Right. Um, right. Yeah years ago he lost his brother so it's been a couple of years but that's hard yeah. you know as holidays come up mm-hmm. we struggle with that for sure i miss my grandmother yeah yeah love you lou um shout outs um to second street mm-hmm. whoever is in the denver area denver pa this week we will be having some sales um so stop by um Friday, Black Friday, will be open from 7 to 5, so come check us out. Word, yeah. Shout out, yo, and y'all Black Friday shopping, don't don't, don't kill nobody for a PlayStation 5. Um, really? 
<laughs> oh, shout out, um, shout out to Crossfire Youth Ministries. Um, we love you. Uh, we love to have you guys on board one one time. We'll chop it up, do an episode. Um, shout out to who? Africa Bible Fellowship Church. Yes, that's a really yeah amazing church uh, we have been visiting. Um, yeah, yeah, I've been going there for years for clothing bank, and uh, we just started visiting, and it's been hidden under our nose all this time. Amazing people. We love y'all. Stay strong. Stay blessed in the Lord. Keep making Jesus' name great. Known, yeah. Yeah. We love y'all. Mets suck. I'm out.